0: What's up, everybody? This is Mac and Mike on the mic. I am Mike Clark. He is Tyler McClanahan. We finally did it, baby. We hit episode 50. Uh, Who knew back in, I look back, April of 2019, when all this started, we would be on episode 50. That's outrageous that it's been that long. If you've stuck with us from the beginning, we apologize. If you're a new listener... (laughs) We apologize, but we appreciate you being here, uh, Tyler. What's up, my dude? I like
1: the apology <laughs> in the for future reference. Like, well, I mean, if, we even if went you ba- stick around and listen for multiple episodes. We're sorry you actually stuck around and listened to we us. We
0: even went back and listened to some of those first episodes, and let me tell you, they weren't good. Oh God, it, it was bad. It
1: is a night and day difference. It I'm is. not going to say we're 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 good. I'm no. going to say we're better than <laughs> we started.
0: Better than that's better, all I'm going better for. Better than
1: we started. Hey, listen. You, the goal is to better yourself every yeah, day, right? That's so, true. I mean, if I think, I'm not
0: looking back on stuff and seeing "ooh, that sucked," then I'm not growing. So right. that's a good thing. So
1: I think we did good. I think I think I'll that take we're it. we're progressing. Five <laughs> zero. Oh, it's a big it's a big day. We took a lot of time yeah, off here and there.
0: We did. Like, we I, should have hit fifty like a we, long we, time ago. Like
1: we reflect on this year for the fiftieth episode, and it was like we had a shoulder surgery thrown in there. Then we had a couple. We had random, a layoff. Yeah, we had a <laughs> we, had, we had we had work issues and personal issues in there, and then we had. Uh, yeah, other personal issues. I mean, issues. just and Tyler gets bronchitis. I had, mean, he we... does
0: other stuff. He gets sick. I mean, he's just... Then we
1: had sicknesses. <laughs> then we had holidays. Oh, oh then, sorry. Like,
0: Peyton didn't want to get up today. I couldn't make it in. It's
1: been the the <laughs> longest... Uh, man. I mean, been a, it been took long... us almost a
0: whole year to get to 50.
1: That's what I mean. It's been a long 50 <laughs> episodes, but gosh darn it, we did it. We did it. All right. All right. So
0: before we really get into today's episode, I wanted to really quickly... Just it's the biggest thing going on in sports right now. Um, on Sunday, Kobe Bryant died in a tragic helicopter crash. So, I just I mean, obviously, it's the biggest thing going on right now. I just want to touch on it real quick. So, for me, growing up, I didn't ever watch basketball. I didn't watch Jordan. I didn't really watch Kobe as a player. Um, I more knew him as a as a huge rep for Nike and just one of the greatest athletes of all time. Um, and so like for me, he was always one of those guys that was like, if you have three dinner if you have a dinner guest, who would you want to invite? And it was always Derek Jeter, Ken Griffey Jr., and Kobe Bryant. So for me, like that's kind of where I stood with him was like I just wanted to meet the dude. Like it he has always been one of the you know, the coolest guys, like someone you idolized as an athlete, whether you played basketball or not. Um so I just wanted to touch on it real quick and kinda, you know, obviously it happened. I feel like we needed to touch on it, um, Tyler. I know you did not want to talk about it because yeah, it is sad and depressing. I was to say but,
1: let's let's explain why at least because I don't want to I don't want to sound like that like I don't care I don't want to talk about it. It's more of a sense of like I haven't even turned on a TV yeah since it's happened and and no I didn't watch basketball either and I'm not going to be as um as close to this as some other people maybe per se but like I know who Kobe Bryant was I know. Mm-hmm. What he did, in, like in, on and off the court, especially off the court, I know like where he was heading in his future and how much impact he was going to have on sports, on others, on the world. Like he was just, he had that kind of mindset, yeah. and so I think it was just this, like it was just, it was shocking. Like I. I didn't Literally, believe it right I was away. at a loss for words. Like I didn't know. Like I just kinda sat there on the couch for a minute and was like, I there's no way that actually happened. And it was just it's like a, a surreal moment. Mm-hmm. And so like it's and it's so like, yeah, depressing is the word you use. And that's that's what I said to Mike. I said, It's just it's it's depressing and and it's it's tough. Like I don't want to turn on Sports right now and listen. To these people ramble on about like yeah. all these stories, and I know that stories are happy stories and they're good stories, and it's good to reflect and 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 yada yada yada. Like, I understand all that. It's just that, like for me, I don't want to turn on the TV. It's the same reason I want to watch the news. Like it's just all depressing stuff on the news. Like I don't right. want to turn on the TV as my and it's supposed to be my form of entertainment. And my entertainment is to sit there and be depressed about something that happened. And so it's just it's just rough and it's it's sad. It like your heart goes out to the Bryant family to the other families involved in the crash. And, like, when you think about all these parents and, and mm-hmm. fathers and daughters and mothers and, and people left behind, people who passed away in the accident, people that have been left behind that now have to grieve over this, like, I, I think that's what hits home for me. Like, right. I mean, Kobe, it, it that's – everybody understands that. I, I get that completely. But for me, it's also the side of, like, I cannot – imagine i can't fathom the idea that like you lost that many important people in your life in in one day in that tragic of an accident at that at the ages that they were at like it's just it's tragic it really is and so we don't want to get our 50 yeah. episode off to such a sad of a start, but it's, it is. It it's has been the to biggest be thing going
0: on right now. I just I wanted to touch on it. And you said like you don't want to hear all the stories, but one of the coolest stories that I heard and I cannot and I saw it on Twitter and I cannot remember who it was. He was doing an interview with somebody and he was talking about like why he takes a helicopter because you think oh, it's Kobe Bryant, he takes a helicopter because he's rich and famous. He apparently, he bought a helicopter because he wanted to spend more time with his family. And so with his job and being gone a lot, he saw this as an opportunity to take it to practice and to games. That way he could leave his house as late as possible, get to a game or practice, and still pick up his girls from school. He wanted to be a dad at, at all times that he could. So that's like... You hear helicopter and you think, Oh, it's because he's rich and famous, but like he did it because he wanted to be a dad. And I think that is what is one of the coolest things that yeah. I've heard. And
1: I, I do want to hear all the stories. It's not that. It's that I don't want to hear the stories two days later. Yeah. Like I don't like it's just it, it is. It's so tragic and so depressing. And so that's why it's it's not that I don't want to. Like, I mean I, I love seeing the videos where like it compares like him and his daughter so flashing cool. in and out and like yeah. she had the exact same moves he did and she was Bound to be something great, and mm-hmm. so like I, I love seeing all that. It's just that I want to give it a week or two before I I dive into it right. because it's just like, it's like it's it, ta- fresh. it takes it takes yeah it's fresh. It takes a couple of days just to realize and and truly understand what's even happening right now, and so that's why it's so tough. And yeah. so
0: and we could we could spend a whole podcast on it. We're not going to, uh, but we no. just had wanted to mention it. So let's now. You know, change gears and jump straight into the podcast. Yeah, prayer, prayers How out to we, them
1: and, and let, let's do this.
0: All right. It's the done with one. All it's right. uh, We got Super Bowl Sunday coming up.
1: We do. So we, we wanted do.
0: to bring a Super Bowl edition done with one. So when watching the Super Bowl, assuming your team's not in it, because obviously you're going to want to watch your team the most, but you come for the, the commercials and the halftime show. So are you going to be done with Super Bowl commercials or done with the halftime show? And not don't mm. base it on this year's halftime show, just in general, the halftime show.
1: I think I am going to be done with the halftime show. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't really get a lot out of watching it through a TV. That's okay. the issue. I think if I was there, well, if I was there, the commercials wouldn't matter. So that's so this, true. So this done with one has to be... It's if sitting, you're on it, sitting on your couch. Sitting on your couch, viewing yeah. it through a TV. I'm
0: assuming everybody isn't going to the Super Bowl. Right,
1: exactly. So <laughs> if that's the point, then yeah, I'm going to be done with... Uh, done with halftime show. I don't like, See? especially after the number of concerts I've been to. And and seeing live music and, and all that. Like I just don't get as big of a kick out of it as far as from an entertainment standpoint. Okay. Watching it through a TV. I would rather be humored by by funny commercials and different things like that, which they've kind of gotten away from some of the humor like they used to be. I feel like they're not mm-hmm. as good it's as because some of you them get, used to be. So
0: you get so many good commercials throughout the entire year now. Yeah. Brands aren't saving them for the Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Uh, yeah. Probably I don't I don't know what the reason behind I it. I remember the
0: last couple of years seeing some, and I'm like, I saw that one a week ago. That's I true. I saw that one a month ago. That
1: is true. I, like I still just, would, there's
0: good there's too much good content everywhere now.
1: I would agree. I, it, just based on past experiences, though, I'm still gonna yeah. That's gonna be my answer. I'm gonna be done with okay. halftime show. It see, just doesn't do enough for me.
0: I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna be done with commercials, and my reasoning is because you get to see the you see funny commercials all the time. So right. it's not as big of a deal. But the potential— of pretty recent, though. Of a ha- okay, and here's the reason. I want the NFL to get back to the old halftime shows. I get it. You're trying to be safe. All the stuff with Janet Jackson happened, and ever since then, you've tried to play it safe. Stop doing that. Bring back the Backstreet Boys with Nelly. Like, those those halftime shows were the best. Like, get get—I want to see—let's see. I want to see, like, Justin Bieber— with Halsey and Post Malone. Give me that halftime show.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, then I would be into Give the me ha- that halftime Okay, show. well, then I would be into the halftime shows. But, like, the, just last, the last couple of years, I haven't been that into the halftime they shows. They bring out people we don't and, even know. I'm not going to lie. I actually am probably not good at answering this question anyways because typically during commercials or halftime shows i'm up getting a a plate of food (laughs) using the bathroom like i I, i'm not very good at sitting down and watching those like i I mean i i might try to pay attention more this year especially since we did this done with one i want to pay attention to both and see what see see what the outcome would do a little recap and see if you just see what the outcome would like if i liked the halftime show better if i liked the commercials better i might try to like i'll pay attention a little bit more this year but i just noticed in the past like and with the Rams being as bad as they were, and I've never been a fan of one particular team is when it comes to football. I've been a fan of like my fantasy football team, or like I care about this what the score is because I got numbers on the squares. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you always I mean like you're you always paying attention to the scoreboard. Right. Like so, like that's why I
0: wasn't going to put square board up on here because I know you're not going to be done with that. No, Nobody's going to be done with no, that.
1: That's that's, the, that's a must do. Ooh, maybe that's Thursdays. In-
0: are you done with the square board or are you done with the food? That's a tough one. Wow. Let's save that for Thursday. But you still Teaser. have to.
1: You have to eat.
0: You don't have so what to. What do
1: you mean? Like, so you're not allowed to eat food during the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but you're,
0: um, and then, or you're not allowed to bet during the Super Bowl?
1: Actually, nope. Screw it. I'm done. I'm done with the food. <laughs> I am. You'd rather bet? I'm than answering it you now. You'd We're rather bet? You know than, what? Than, hey, it's, oh, it's a 50th it's a twofer. Episode. It's a 50th episode. We're throwing an extra done with one in there. <laughs> <laughs> done with one. Where's the Mike? hype horn? Are you done hype with? Horn. You done with food, or are you done with the square board? And food means. From the moment the Super Bowl starts to the mm, moment it ends, you cannot, you eat. cannot eat food. Uh, I'm done with food because Super Bowl starts at five thirty. I'll just eat a big lunch and I won't need food. I'll drink a few brewski's and I'll be satisfied and I will enjoy my betting on my squares because I don't I'm not a big uh, fan of one particular yeah, team. Like, like, I know. like Kansas City's a Missouri team, the Chiefs are so I like I want the Chiefs to win because I'm usually like I'm a homie kind of guy when it comes to food. Like I'm a hometown i oh. Hey! I'm a hometown kind of guy when it comes to rooting for teams. Okay. So, like, like the Cardinals and the Blues and Mizzou sucks, but Mizzou yeah, and, yeah. I mean, like, whatever. I kind of don't care about that.
0: Well, no, right now. Because they fell I feel apart like we can be so fair good. weather for Mizzou. Like,
1: yeah. Well, they, like, they're so was, a little farther it away. It's not bad this year. this year. So, so, like, so year. it might turn out to be something this year. So, right. like, But I'm just saying I pay attention more to the hometown sports. And so, like, if I had to pick a team to win, I want Kansas City to win because they're closest to home. Makes sense. But I'm not a... I'm not a super fan of a certain team. I'll put it that way. So, like for me, it doesn't matter as much. So I'd rather at least have something to root okay. for, and I'm going to root for the score. So I'm going to go with square board.
0: I am going to. Oof! I'm going to be done with the square board.
1: What we we had two opposite. I today? am
0: because I love a good Super Bowl spread.
1: I do too. And here's I, the thing: you can I don't it before it starts.
0: I don't ever win on the dang squares. <laughs> I have. I don't think I have won a won a quarter or a final in six years. It has been forever since I've won a dang square. Let it so let it all out, Mike. Save my money. Give me the food.
1: Let it all out. That's
0: my new my, mantra. Save my money. Give me the food.
1: My thing is, I can eat the exact same spread before we didn't put any restrictions. Uh, see, on See, I feel like, like it should be like. I can go you get can't, wings and from, the go day, get stuff from the day from the time you but walk into the party. As a human. Let's be honest. You can't as a human being you can't not eat food during the day. Oh to the party?
0: Yeah, because like you can that's fine.
1: Super parties still don't start that early. I'll just eat lunch before I go to the party.
0: yeah, but I but then you're gonna you're gonna be smelling the the chili cheese dip, the 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 wings, the little weenies, the meatballs. But then if I don't eat food the buffalo chicken dip, the you want me to keep going? No,
1: I don't. If I then if I eat food, (laughs) I'll I'll be able to reference the commercials and halftime show better. Because of the food, I miss those. If I have no food, I don't miss them.
0: I'd much rather be sitting back there at the food bar than watching a dang commercial that I saw a week ago.
1: All right, well, I like it. Fitted episode, Super <laughs> Bowl edition, done two done with ones. I like, where, I like where nice. I, we're on track for a good one here.
0: We are crushing it today. On
1: track for a good one. So are okay. we, we hopping in now? Hopping yeah. in on our
0: sports? Let's go to the Blues, baby. Let's do it, yeah. So
1: um, Bad start to the first half.
0: Yeah, before we get into the All-Star game, <laughs> let's get this out of the way. Uh, they're now 0-1 in the
1: second half. How dare they? Uh, they mean... Winless. Winless in the second winless half. Winless
0: in the second half. Uh, <laughs> they put them at 30-12-8. They lost to the Canucks, which... Are the Canucks even good? I didn't watch the game. Um, I don't know. I, Let's, I don't hold know. on. I'll get it pulled up. I, I don't, don't know. think
1: they're too bad. Does anybody know anything about them? I mean, really? The Canucks? They're, they're no, van- I mean, They're Vancouver. Not. I don't think they're
0: they that good. They are. Oh, it Very relevant. thing on here.
1: They're irrelevant. Let's just leave it at that. Okay.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you watch any of it?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I was off and on. It was a late game. I was, I, was, I was in and out of paying attention to it. I watched some of it. The first goal was, I mean, it was a good goal. They, You know, it was a turnover situation where we're in our, it was the same idea of, like, we're in our forechecking. So, like, that's right. I, yeah. I, I did, like, the first goal because we're in, we're forechecking, we're playing on the puck strong. We get a turnover, Little little bing, bang, bong. Goal
0: in the back of the net. Biscuit and, in the, the basket.
1: Biscuit in the basket. It was it was pretty. And then uh, Jake Allen played well. I mean, they scored yeah. two. Like it was it was a close game. I, I don't know. I I had no feeling. Yeah. To, I think I was still so hyped from All Star Weekend, and then yeah. I was tired from All Star Weekend. <laughs> and it was a nine o'clock start, so like a little rough I'm, when they I'm, play on I'm that West Coast. As avid as a Blues fan as you're going to find, and I'm not gonna lie, I struggled to get through that one. It was yeah. it was tough. As
0: hard as the Eastern Division is, man, sometimes I wish they were in that just for those six o'clock games. Oh yeah. Yeah. Be a lot nicer playing on that East Coast.
1: Yeah, that's okay. They got another late one tonight. Eight o'clock. A little earlier. That is I'll be able to catch
0: difference. at least like the first. That is a big difference so, it's over
1: around ten thirty, not eleven yeah. thirty, twelve. It's a So like it's over before eleven, not midnightish. Helps a little bit. So I, yeah,
0: I mean I, I, I still go eleven. I go, I go to bed at ten, so. I'm, I'm
1: good. Like I can be asleep by eleven though and be happy. That's true. Yeah, we'll see. Clark, you're getting old, man. Dude, sleep by ten. T- t-
0: well, I get up early.
1: Old man, I get up Old early. man, Clark, over here. You go here. to
0: bed. You get up early. You go to bed early. It's just it's part of the process. All right,
1: that's fair. All right. Well, I I brought. So I don't know if anybody paid attention. Probably not. Okay, that's fair. Um, to <laughs> I don't even know what episode it was. Episodes in we, epi- I mean, eons ago. We've
0: mentioned it though a couple times. We've throughout. mentioned
1: it a couple of times, but I actually broke the stats out about the know, halfway-ish mark of the first half of the season. And the idea was that we were looking up how teams play after playing the Blues because we were talking about how the Blues are a a tough, physical, heavy, four-checking type of hockey team. And we wanted to see the effect it had on them when they continued to play the day after. So what I did was I went and looked up if they played the next day and or the day after that, which would mean in a two-day span. So if they played on the 15th of the month, if they played on the sixteenth or the seventeenth, I calculate I basically put in a win or loss win loss column on what happened, right? Um, so when we looked up the first time, it was exactly what we would have assumed. It was a there was a definitely more losses than wins, and the blues are playing a heavy four checking game. Well, lately, We've had Sammy Blay out for how long now? We had Barbashev missing for a while. We had Pareko out. I think Sunquist missed a game here. Steiner, even though he doesn't play a heavy
0: game, still a key player. No, he gets on the forechecking, and
1: so like it wears teams down even to forecheck, even if you're not considered a heavy player. Just forechecking, it's going to wear teams down. So the point is, we've had injuries off and on, and therefore it actually results in the numbers. So I went ahead and looked it up At, at the first half at the All Star break. Teams were nineteen and sixteen. Okay, within two days of the playing the Blues, so close to five hundred. Yeah, it's a a game off of. I mean, basically a game game and a half off of being five hundred. So not awful, especially considering like the number of players we've been down. That being said, I looked at the Blues also out of curiosity. The Blues after playing within playing within two days of a game. Okay, are twenty nine and three.
0: I mean, that's pretty much every that's, game we've
1: played. That Dang. is, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like our, this this 30, front half of the schedule is, was super front-loaded. 30,
1: 32 games they played within two days of each other. Great, and
0: we've played a total of and, uh, 40, 50.
1: yeah. It's insane. Great. So, anyways, good job NHL. So they appreciate it. They're twenty (laughs) nine and three, and I love this. So Mike and I were like, "How can we implement this? What does this stat even mean?" So this is what this is. This is my takeaway on it. Okay, what I take away on it is I look at the the future. So we have the playoffs coming up. I mean, unless the Blues really screw up, they're going to be in the playoffs. Yes. And this, I think it was shown last this past season in the playoffs as well. And what I and so like in the playoffs, you play every two days. Right. So every other day you have a game. So the idea of this is that they play that heavy, forechecking, wear them down kind of game that the team is going to be less successful the next game, which then leads to the next game, which then leads Mm -hmm. to the next game. And so by the end of the series, we should technically be the more conditioned, in shape, and better off team. Right. And so, like, you look at that Bruins game, game seven won a Stanley cup game seven in Boston, but we just outplayed the crap out of them. We looked like the team that was in better shape at that time. Like we were just hustling. We were beating them to pucks. We were forechecking. We were strong on the sticks. Like we were doing that kind of stuff. We were implementing Baruby's system. And so that's what it comes back to. And so I think that like, if we can get all of our players back, continue in the, down the path of Baruby's system that he has implemented into this club, it's going to be a recipe for success in the playoffs. Yeah. That being said, one thing scares me. Oh, boy. The Colorado Avalanche. Uh, so 19 and 16 is what teams were after playing us. Okay. Uh, the Avalanche were three of them. Not one team. Oh, wow. Not one team had more than one win. So uh, like Avs has three wins. Because a- we played, yeah. yeah. We so played so them they, three times, they yeah. They play us, and then within two days of each other, they uh, – <laughs> Stop laughing because Josh, <laughs> Josh is is uh is standing right outside here and stopping by. Oh, it looks like he oh. might be coming in. Hello, guys. Oh, multiple guests. This is our 50th episode, boys. Say hello, it's, Ron. It's the real deal. 50th, uh, 50th episode. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna call it quits because we heard we're not very yeah not not very good at this.
0: So funny, we were just talking about that outside. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that.
1: We were just discussing the blues, actually. Uh, some people call it insanity. Other people call it uh, persistence. Persistence.
0: So. Ooh, I like that. We are persistent. We're very persistent. We're very persistent. I like yeah.
1: that. I appreciate that. Right. You know who else is persistent? No. Stalkers. Ah. Wow. How would you know that? Well, then you they had go to... one. You don't know you, this? You had one. Oh yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you?
0: There's have There's a, a stalker, stalker story?
1: Oh, you didn't know about this? No. Was it a guy or girl? It was a lady, and she got in my place. Oh, good for you. It, she got oh, all the way in your place? Oh yeah.
0: Scale of one to ten.
1: Ooh. Scale of 1 to 10, what? Like what she look like? Uh, oh. Crazy. Scale oh. of 1 to crazy. 10. Crazy. Off, off the board, crazy. Good for you. you guys are doing That's what I inspire to be. Oh, we're doing good. We appreciate well. it. Thank yeah, you. thank you. <laughs> okay. That, uh, that pause in the action brought to you by- <laughs> Josh and Raj. Josh and Raj,
0: <laughs> Actual radio guys, not people, us. <laughs> people
1: who do this for a living. <laughs> People who do this for a living.
0: You never know what you're gonna get on episode fifty. You Never know what two you're done with get. ones. Two special guests, not just one. We had two.
1: That's fantastic. Wow. So yes. Where back were we to, at? Here? Back to the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> they they scare me because they actually are a pretty heavy physical team, also, but with some more speed. Yeah. And so like we are not a team that's gonna wear them down easily. So if you meet the Avalanche in the playoffs, like that's a scary team this year. I yeah. think that like I mean, when I I'm I just saying know. when I look at the West, like when I see us trying to get through teams. I think they scare me more than anybody else.
0: I would agree with that because I've – so two of the games that I went to this regular season were the Avalanche games. It was two of the best games this season, but, like, they are – they're a dangerous team. Like they, 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 they match up so well against us. That's the problem. Like, we can't – we play our style of game. They can match it. That's the issue. I don't, I like, know, it. I don't like it. I know.
1: That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. I think, and I think there's going to be more teams that start doing that. You have to implement well, this yeah. style of system to be successful. And I think in the playoffs, mm-hmm. like over the course of the year, maybe not. But I'm and I'm saying the same thing over and over. I know I'm saying the same thing over, over, but I'm going to continue to preach it because I genuinely believe that this style of play is going to be the key to being successful for that length of time in the playoffs. Like you go through how many seven game series just to get there. And if you play five, six, seven games in those series, it is about wear and tear on the body. And so this style of play, I promise you for the next umpteen years is going to be how you successfully win in the playoffs because boston came out of the east same style of team in boston
0: i agree with you it's just like how the nfl for the longest time was a heavy run the ball league all of a sudden guys came out started high-flying passing the ball they won championships so what does the whole rest of the league do they throw the ball all of a sudden now you see these quarterbacks that can run a little bit Start to have some success. We have a guy like Patrick Mahomes who, if he wins the Super Bowl, we see a guy like Lamar Jackson. These these new type of anytime you have a new thing come through that's successful, everyone copies it because they want to be successful yeah, too. You have to win. And this is finally Baruby and somebody in St. Louis started something, and now the whole rest of the league is going to come follow it. And I, I mean, I, I don't have an issue with it because it is what it is. But I'm glad Ruby started it. Like that's kind of cool.
1: I agree, and it's a, it's a fun style of hockey to watch yeah. too. Like at least for me, like some people are maybe more into the the elusive dangling. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, yeah, and but... stuff of the world. It's it's fun to watch. It's pretty, but like it's I like... good
0: for the highlight reel.
1: No, I agree completely, and you need that every now and then. But I yeah. like when it only happens every now and then. Like I love watching guys grind it out on the ice. I think yeah. that's like I, that. That's how I picture hockey. The, like how the Blues play hockey is how I picture hockey being played.
0: The All Star Game style can only last for so long.
1: Yeah, for a weekend at the All Star weekend. <laughs> Speaking of.
0: Speaking of, look at that transition. Yeah, and then
1: you, then you. Pointed out the transition, so it ruined the, the transition. So we'll,
0: we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Uh All, so right, all so... Star's
1: <laughs> all, star, all Star Weekend was in St. Louis. Finally.
0: Uh it hasn't been here. I didn't even realize it was here in eighty eight. It was you? also
1: here in nineteen seventy. It's been here twice oh, before.
0: I only heard about the eighty eight one. Jesus, H Clark. Uh, uh sorry, I'm I, almost I was, was nineteen
1: seventy and then nineteen eighty eight. Hasn't been here since then. But
0: uh yep. I didn't know the seventy one. Okay. And now in twenty twenty. So uh, how was your ex- what uh, what all did you what all did you experience yeah, so at the All Star game?
1: I I only experienced it on Friday. Okay. I, um, I ended up downtown, like going to a bar and different things like that on Saturday. A little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, went and saw the car show. The car show is in town, in St. Oh, Louis man, this weekend. I
0: go to that every single year, but the uh, the All Star game took got it in took the way. Over. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely. Well, trumps I mean, it. it 100% uh, trumps it.
1: But I didn't have tickets seeing Saturday. Those, like seeing somebody those cars, else though, did. though, let me tell you. Listen, okay, listen here. <laughs> Anyways, get back to... I went Friday, okay? So we did... Uh, Friday we got downtown. We did the fanfare first. Okay. So we got there right at doors opening a, a tad before. Uh, you know, work, work first. How'd you, yeah, how'd you get that? Who um, gave you those passes? Uh, Clark yes. had some extra passes. And, Thank you for the shout out. And because Clark had <laughs> extra passes, we did not wait in a two-hour line.
0: Two, that's what it was, you um, think?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard people talking about oh it. Oh, my God. Uh, there were people who lined up. They waited like... Two hours ish in the mixed rain slash snow. No. In about 27 degree weather. Nope. Yeah. Not uh, worth so it. So those passes were <laughs> that was a legit. Uh, we walked right in the door, got in, there, got in there, got to see the Stanley Cup, got our picture of nice. the Stanley Okay. How long cup. did you wait for the Cup? Uh, so we were in there before <laughs> oh. it got going, and we still waited an hour. What? Well, I didn't want to. Okay, so we had. Wait, how? But if you were in there, let me explain. So we had these. We had like passes on, like worker passes. So I'm like, I don't want to take them off before. They didn't give you a
0: wristband to get in, though.
1: No, but I'm like, I don't want to take these passes off before three. Yeah. Because then it looks sketchy. Because there's like, how do these Mm -hmm. random people get in here? But then I didn't want to like have the passes on and then walk up and ask for a picture with the cup because I'm supposed to be working working as a vendor, air quotes. So I was like, we have to wait till three o'clock. Okay. So at two fifty-five. We started walking towards back towards the front entrance which is where the Stanley Cup was was off okay. to, in the ballroom in Union Station if you don't know just Listen, yeah. anyways, point is we started walking across Union Station. Okay. So all of a sudden I see they're letting people in. So they they opened the doors at 255. Okay. We got in line to see the Stanley Cup at 257. Oh my God. We still waited an hour to get our picture with it.
0: Oh my that,
1: God. Every single person that walked in the door made an immediate 90-degree turn to their right wow. and got in line to see the Stanley Cup. One hour. We were actually in line so, three minutes before doors were supposed to open. That's insane. And we waited an hour to see it. So I,
0: I was hearing stories that people were waiting five and a half hours yeah. to see the cup.
1: Yeah. It was insane That is mind-blowing. It was absolute insanity. I mean, based on like the number of people, like I saw them counting, and based on the number of people that they were fitting in an hour, I would say roughly 3,000-ish people a day got to see it. Wow. I mean, at least Thursday and Friday. Yeah. I, I know there was longer times on Saturday, but they were basically getting in— about 350, 400 people an hour.
0: Well, the entire event sold out. A, a well, basic, also, a basic yeah. general admission event sold
1: out. It was a basic general admission event. And the fact that it sold out. And it was sold out insane. to the point where, like, actually, if we didn't get those passes, we weren't going. Right. We couldn't get tickets. That's insane. To I me. did see somebody selling tickets on StubPub for $125. Oh my God. $125 just so you guys are clear <laughs> it was it was a $15 ticket. I should have bought tickets. Yeah, I know that's what I said. I Dang, said I should have bought $100 for really of tickets up. and done that, but uh sold them for 30 bucks. And I don't know how many people actually yeah. bought them like that. But anyways, point is they had the they had all the all the trophies there. It was super cool. They had um a lot of interactive experiences. Okay. So like people were doing like a... Excuse me, like a skills competition. Oh, that's cool. For them, so they set up a, like a rink that had like the accuracy, and they had yeah. a slap shot, and they had uh, some other stuff. I didn't, I didn't get to see everything. Yeah. We didn't go in there and do it, you know. Shoulder still a little. You have to
0: probably wait in another line. You were,
1: yeah, it wasn't as bad of a line. But the shoulder's still a little yeah. tender. And, you know, the, the doctor said not to. for he another, didn't want another to embarrass yourself in front to, of a bunch of people, right? So, <laughs> um, but it was cool. They had a leaderboard. Oh, for the day, that's so they cool. had like yeah, like male, like adult males, adult females, and they had like males under certainly like kid boys and girls, yeah. and so oh. it was cool. They did like they did that and had a had a had a few beers there. Um, nice. We'll just go with the word a few, okay, and leave it. Not at put that. a number on it. Okay. No, no, no need for a number, <laughs> and I don't recall a number. Um, oh no. <laughs> so, anyways, we got done with the fanfare, then we rolled over at like four-ish, we rolled over towards the stadium, mm-hmm. and OAR was yeah. playing their, their free concert at Market and 14th. Did you so, watch them? Yeah, we stuck yeah. around Good from 4.30 to 5.30, so okay. we, we did one hour out there, and then at 5.30 we rolled into the stadium. Nice. Went into the shop, looked for a few things. I got to see Mike in the shop. You. Yeah, and if you guys are wondering, I was wondering, uh, buying like, this hat that uh, yeah, I got on right you, now. You were, and, and I'm better. I know you, you guys know, can't see it, the but folks it are probably looks wondering great. too. They're like, "Wait a minute, Clark said he was jealous and didn't get to go." Tyler, how did you see him inside the stadium? Why don't you explain that, Mike? Uh,
0: well, you know, sometimes the the job that I have has some perks to it. So uh, on Friday. I uh, will say morning ish, I guess. So the the plan was for me and and then three other of our promotions uh, team to go down there and go to the fan. we were going to go to the OAR thing, stand out there, watch them, and then just hop inside the fanfare for a little while, go somewhere, watch the skills, and then head home. Uh, threw a curveball at us, <laughs> so uh, we ended up. I don't even. I honestly don't know how I didn't ask. Ended up with four extra tickets for the skills and the All Star game. So the four of us on Friday were handed tickets. I was like, "Well, I have nothing else to do, so <laughs> yes, I'm in." Yep. So got handed basically handed tickets, six rows off the ice for the skills in the All Star game. Yep. One I'm of the coolest. Coolest.
1: You in for being jealous of me to now yeah. me being jealous of you. It
0: was incredible. Like, it was like amazing. so. So I walk in into it was in Jesse's office, and I know none of you know Jesse, but whatever. We walk in her office and she's like, "Close the door." I was like, "Oh crap! I hate, I hate it. I hate closing doors because there's all. It never is a good thing when you close the door in did an you have, office.
1: Did you have a lot of bad experiences as a child. Just the oh no, Is that that's what this refrains from.
0: No, it's just there's no good news that comes when you close the door.
1: <laughs> okay, I feel like this is referencing something. Mike was not a good kid in school. That's what I'm getting out of this. What do you mean? Did I you was have a, a lot of closed door conversations in school. I was Mike? a
0: saint. I was always afraid to get in trouble. No, I was like, I think I got sent to the principal's office like twice. Man, I was a, I'm, I'm telling you, I was a good kid. I was a saint. Too.
1: I think we're just two really great guys. You, you know what? You're probably right. I think we are. You can so, get back to your story now. So she,
0: we closed <laughs> the door, and she's like, "Guys, I have to tell you something." And I was just like, "Oh God, here we go." She says, "Uh, I have four extra tickets to the Skills and All Star Game." My mouth dropped for yeah. a solid minute. I didn't know what to say. I was like, is this real?
1: How much to say. What
0: like? I didn't care. I didn't ask. This is the one time I did not ask, where are the seats?
1: Nope. No questions asked. You just take the tickets and you go.
0: <laughs> yep. I Because normally, if it's a blues game, even, you know if it's a Thursday night game, I'm like, ah, well, where am I going to be sitting? Because if I'm going to be sitting last row on a weeknight, I don't know if I'm in. Even on a weekend, sometimes I just don't know. This one didn't care. And then they ended up being six rows off the ice.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. It was I was insane. pretty jelly. So Mike told me, he's like, oh, I'm sitting in section 101. And he didn't really mention Even anything. Even then, I still didn't. I, I had st- He didn't mention anything other than section 101. And I don't think he knew, but he knew the section. So I was like, I'm sitting in 316, yeah. which is actually a catty corner across the rink.
0: Yeah, like diagonally
1: right. across the rink is from from corner to corner. So I was like, oh, I see, I see 101. I'm going to try to find him. So I start at the top. <laughs> I start at the top of 101. And I'm like, not in that row, not in that row, not in that row, not in that row. And I start working my way down and then further down and then further down. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I see him. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm almost to the ice. So then I go ahead. And from where I'm sitting, I can tell pretty well. I start counting rows on my oh, own. Boy. And I go, one, two, three oh my god he's in the sixth row of section 101 yeah and so i came in today or yesterday even and I was like yo Clark are you sitting in the sixth row <laughs> yeah he confirms it sixth yeah. row row f so yeah. like even
0: i like because i didn't even, I, I jesse took the tickets down there with her so like she said i was like i finally was like where you know what section are we in she said we're in section 101 i my mouth dropped again I was just like <laughs> what like i figured we'd be last row somewhere and then even then I still was like Screw, like I don't care if we're the last row of that section, that's still amazing. And then we get down there, she hands me my tick and it says row F. I was like, My God. Did you have a heart attack? Pretty much. Yeah. And chat check for a pulse. It was insane. It was incredible. Yeah, just it was being, awesome. So being that close and even just like being in that building when something like this is going on was so cool. Like just and I I never I went to the home run derby when the all star baseball game was here. I didn't go me to the too. game. Um but just seeing like The skill level of these guys, like, and you, you know, this, I'm a huge blues fan, but I am not, I don't know the rest of the league. Like, unless you're a huge name, I don't know your name in the NHL. Man, these guys, it was so cool to see how good they are,
1: yeah, it was it was awesome it was and insane we got to see a lot, too, which was fun. Like we watched Connor McDavid lose his title for fastest Yeah, year. but he's coming so, off an injury. No, I get it, but I'm just saying like we got to witness yeah. that happen., yep. we got to see Bennington win the saves competition, so cool. in his own building, which was awesome. places was erupting. Yeah, I'm sure you could hear it through the TV if you watched. Um, and then we also got to see a new record set for the hardest shot ever recorded at 106.5. I thought the record was like 109. Is it?
0: I thought so. I thought Didn't it was J- I thought, thought, thought Charo said it like 109. I thought
1: Charo's was No, one, we, it was 105.4.
0: What you're thinking is hold on, I'm going to look it up, but I think the kid, the um the minor league kid that broke it this weekend is probably what you're thinking of.
1: Zedano Charo was at 105.4, right? Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Well, artist. you look it up. Anyways, point is, we got to see somebody shoot a puck at 106.5 miles an hour. Yeah,
0: 108.8 in 2012. Who was that? Chara. Oh, a, b- man. Besting his previous record of 105.9 in 2011. Oh, okay. So I knew it was
1: 105.9. I didn't know he topped it after that. 108. Well, we got to see somebody come close to Still, that. Still, though. At 106.5. So that was which your end of the
0: ice. How cool was that to it see? It was
1: unbelievable. Like, I, he hit it and I instantly knew. I instantly, like, it's actually crazy how you can tell the difference, but you can tell.
0: Even from, so we were at the other end of the ice, and even then, like, the 90s were like, okay, cool, like, it seemed hard, but, like, then the guy came up and hit 101 or whatever, I was like... That diff that's different. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we, like, we got to see that and I instantly I actually jumped out of my seat before you? they even posted what, you what the actual speed was. And I saw one oh six five and I was like, Oh I was erupting like <laughs> jumping over guys, <laughs> high five the whole crowd like we had like it was probably so- the, our two rows in this whole boxed area around yeah. around me and my dad because we were going nuts. That's awesome. Joined in going nuts and we were just, everybody was just high-fiving going that's crazy. So cool. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't even like this guy.
0: I don't <laughs> the, even know who it was. it
1: was. It was Shea Weber. Oh, it and was so Shea like, Weber. That's right. I don't, even, I don't right. even like this guy. Could somebody yeah. else hit this hard, please? <laughs> Uh, no, but it was awesome. So point is, it was a great experience. All-Star Weekend was amazing. Um, they It was interesting how they implemented some of the old Blues greats. I yeah. feel like there might have been a better way to do it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it was nice having all of them there, and the crowd was erupting for all of them. So
0: I want to know your take on this. And I, so you have been around the Cardinals and, and seen them bring back old players. Whenever, like, Bernie Federico or Brett Hall came out, I didn't, like, not the the entire, like, you could tell the Blues fans were going nuts, but, like, the entire stadium wasn't, like...
1: I think the issue Do you think is, it was because it was an All-Star game? Yeah, I, that's the why. Okay. Because whenever you're, like, what you're thinking of is when the Cardinal greats come out, like, when yeah. Ozzy Smith is out there... It's a standing it's, ovation instantly. Well, yeah, I, I agree, but it's 49,000 people yeah. standing up, cheering, and clapping. Yeah. This stadium only holds 18-something. Let's just round it off at 19 just to make it easy. So 19,000 people. Okay, so one, it's 30,000 less people than what you're used to. On top of the fact that I saw a ton of other jerseys oh, in that 100%. stadium. I think people mm-hmm. traveled pretty well, yep. especially on the lower bowl. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, yeah, And that's where you guys were, closer that's to the true. ice. So I would say there was okay. 19,000 seats. There might have only been 10,000 Blues fans. So you only have 10,000 Blues fans that's going fair. crazy. So if, like, in my opinion, I thought it was as loud as it was going to get, okay. only because – you're comparing ten thousand people to almost fifty thousand people.
0: That's true. That was just the one thing that I noticed. Was like as soon as like Federico came out, like they like it wasn't even like an instant like cheer. Like they had to like wait for him to be announced to cheer. Like yeah. as soon as Ozzie Smith steps on the di- like he steps on that track, the entire crowd goes nuts. You well, know, and this it. is this I don't is know
1: definitely considered more of a baseball town than a hockey town. We'd be lying. I, guess. If, I mean, you'd be. Lying. I just if thought it was a little weird that it and now it didn't that they've feel... won the Stanley Cup and stuff, people are more into yeah. it. Yeah, and that's but... what
0: my uh, I was talking to uh, with my mom and dad and, and sister, and they were like, "Well, like the heritage of the Cardinals is way bigger than the heritage of the Blues." Like, yeah, obviously. So, like. Who knows? Whenever like Petrangelo comes back, it's probably obviously going to be a lot bigger reaction than some of the. So
1: maybe and it was just I, the I like one the, observation. Oh, she like, got his his ovation, and the yeah. Kachuk boys got their ovation. It was awesome seeing all three Kachuk standing on that the was stage. That really cool. So it was really cool, and yeah, so they brought everybody back. They brought Ferdirko back. They brought Brett uh, Hall, Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky, yeah. And they brought McKinnis back, and then like you said, they brought Brett Hall back. Speaking of Brett yeah. Hall, we did pull a clip. So Brett Hall was mic'd up at the All-Star game. He was, when a he was
0: captain of the Central Division. Yeah, when
1: he was coaching, and or being a captain, yeah. not coaching, Beruby was coaching, but he was up on the bench for the Central squad during the game. Uh, they mic'd him up, and we pulled a one-minute clip it that is. we— that we are going to play on here for you guys. You can find it on Facebook. You can find it on YouTube, I'm sure.
0: uh, If I remember, I'll retweet it on Twitter. Mike can retweet it on Twitter. Oh, here it is. I'll do it right now. Check out
1: his Twitter page. He's going to retweet it for you guys. But we are going to play it on here, so hang in there for the minute. Check this out. It's an absolute riot. We'll comment on it afterwards and go from there. Heard a lot about you. (laughs) Look
0: (laughs) at that. We got new
1: golf towels. That was terrible on breakaways. (laughs) I would rather shoot it inside of five guys than ever have a breakaway. And I think Gretz will agree with me. Too much too much thinking. Come on, Petro, get one. Yeah! You got him up the middle! And yeah, not so chirpy now, are you, Wade? <laughs> Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I think someone put flubber on our sticks. I'm like what, kid? Come on, brother. Let's oh boy! Oh boy! You ever been to the Palm Isle? Straight to about here, and then. So we can go. We can go with the where Mama keeps the cookies. Was it over when Jerry bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> I've never seen a good player with a red stick. You
0: know that? Oh my god.
1: So So, in case there's a couple of things I wanted to comment <clears throat> oh on. One, the it was it over when Germany bombed Pearl Harbor.
0: Classic uh animal or animal house quote.
1: Jesus, H. Like- Brett, that's beautiful. Um, my favorite part, though, and it's going to be tough. Yeah. You need to watch the clip so you can I see I just it. tweeted it out. My favorite part is when Live. he's talking about the red stick, and he goes, I've never seen a good player <laughs> with a red stick. What everybody might not realize until you see the video is that Ryan O'Reilly was sitting directly in front of him with a red stick. Yeah. So, like, Brett, so just... Brett Hall is commenting on how he's never seen a good player with a red stick. <laughs> O'Reilly just kind of gives him a little little peek over <laughs> the shoulder, like turns around, shakes his head. like I'm not convinced he wasn't a in a happy mood while on the well, bench, there. My
0: favorite part was it's like the second line. He's like, "Hey, he's got a he's like a handful of towels." He goes, "Look, boys, we got new golf got towels." New golf
1: towels, yeah. He's, like,
0: <laughs> no, Brett, those are for when you get sweaty. Like they're gonna yeah. throw them in the and laundry like, later. He's and, over here taking them, putting them like all
1: star game towels, and he's pumped. He's like, "I got a new golf <laughs> towels." Like, he's
0: probably he's probably looking at the equipment guy. Hey, put these in the back for me.
1: Yeah, and he was <laughs> he was chirping at Wayne Gretzky, which was awesome. And man, the whole thing was just it was it was I absolutely love that man fan freaking. Fantastic. Love that man. I was. I was a little disappointed in his shot in the Shooting Stars. He was about yeah. seventy feet off target well, of what he was shooting for. I'm
0: just glad he didn't fall off that platform. I was happy
1: he didn't fall involve the platform. My favorite part, though, if you're not a Blues fan, you probably would not know. You, I'm sure this is on YouTube. I we don't. I don't know for sure. We could look it up. We, you guys can look it up too, though. It's whenever he was he was uh, talking about the Blues after they won the Stanley Cup. Absolutely belligerent, and he said, "We went, oh yeah, Blues." Well, the entire stadium yep. when they introduced Brett Hall chanted, <laughs> "We went blues, we went blues, we went blues." it was amazing. It was 10,000 people it chanting awesome. that, making fun of him, but in the happiest way yes, possible. It was
0: amazing. It
1: was an absolute blast, man. It was it was awesome. We're going to wrap up All Star Weekend with that. I feel like that's a good way to go out, yeah. you know, talking on Brett Hall. It was a great time. I think St. Louis overall did a fantastic job oh, with 100%. it. 100%. Yes, everything. Some minor things can be tweaked here and there. You're going to find that you're going to find people complaining yeah, every, I mean, with everything you do. Overall, I think St. Louis showed out. I think that there's a lot going on in the city. I'm excited to see what happens bringing in the MLS team. Mm-hmm. Got the new wheel, got the aquarium. Got the XFL like, coming, like
0: downtown's Louis, doing big things, man. I'm telling man. you, man, if
1: we can get a few people in there, like St. Louis is doing mm-hmm. big things, and it has potential. Like it is a big city, but people don't realize it because the population tax, people don't live in downtown, right. and there are a couple bad areas, like yada mm-hmm. yada yada. But like it is, I'm I'm excited where the city's going. And I would love to be able to invest in like St. Louis as a city. I Battle think, Hawks
0: XFL champs. I think 2020. I think good things can happen.
1: So. Exciting stuff in St. Louis. We can get away from St. Louis now that we've been preaching about it for yeah. how long, and we can move into our what's trending in sports section.
0: So just the one topic today, because really not a lot going on right now.
1: I mean, yeah, sad it's, times it's this week. There's between all, there was All Star games, there was a Pro Bowl, which no well, one really cares about the Pro I Bowl. Forgot, I, I honestly forgot about it. Well, and like yeah, and then bad things happened on yeah, Sunday. That's so. true. But I watched Did you
0: watch real quick? Did you watch any of the skill Pro Bowl skills? No. I saw they was run. They were running replays on Saturday um, on ESPN, so I watched like a little bit of it. It yeah. was Jarvis Landry made a heck of a catch during the dodgeball game. That's where I'm going to leave that at. Okay. It was pretty cool. I'll have but- to look it up. So the Cincinnati Reds.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get into baseball for our West um, Training
0: in sports. So the Cincinnati Reds scare me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this off season, they have made. Four moves that are kind of big deals. And the last one uh was yeah, yesterday, they signed Nick Castellanos from Chicago, right fielder. So since December fifth, they've signed Mike Mustakis, Wade Miley, extended Trevor Bauer, and signed Nick Castellanos. The I the Reds like
1: only one of those names, maybe two. Well I'll the, go with one and a half. One and a half of those names actually scare me.
0: Wade Miley, it's The only reason I put that on there is because he was a guy the Cardinals were looking at getting and they didn't get him.
1: Yeah, we'll see how the season goes.
0: I'm not, right. I'm not saying it's a big deal. I'm just saying it was another guy the Cardinals did not get. Right. So the Reds are being aggressive. The Reds kind of scare me to win not win the central because I do think the cubs will still win it
1: I'll tell you right but now if I'm, I'm worried. In, if I'm in the central I like I would be making aggressive moves too because it is a division that is up for grabs right yeah. now I went from one of the best divisions in baseball to one of the worst in a matter of like 2 years
0: Yeah I mean they and, have they have Puig they have
1: Yeah Puig is the, Puig's a question mark and can hurt your hurt your club more than he can help it sometimes as far as a clubhouse goes uh, Moose is is. I'm he's not, a solid player though. Yeah, yeah, he's had. Yeah, he's not bad. It's just that I'm not sold so, on Moose. Like I'm, I'm not sold on him completely. I, I mean, he's he's established. I understand he's not a bad baseball player. What I mean is, I don't know if he's a guy that like I see him inserted into a lineup and get scared instantly.
0: Wait, do they so, still have Puig?
1: Uh, no. Wait, didn't oh, they, no, they, they traded him. Puig, they yeah. traded my him bad. after that brawl. Yeah, that was my bad. Yeah, I, I, sorry. Yeah. All right,
0: forgot about that. I looked at the depth chart and he wasn't on it. No, Not bad. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um. So, anyways, but like, so Moose' point is, Wayne Miley doesn't scare me. Moose doesn't scare me enough. I'll put it that way. he doesn't scare me enough to for me to be upset about it. Okay. Nick Cassianos is that half that okay. I was talking about when I said one and a half, as in like he definitely can make a difference. But I think the only way he makes a big difference is with other pieces around him. Yep. And then Trevor Bauer is the scary piece that actually does scare me because yeah. he has. Well, he is definitely, like, has the potential to be a super good ace. And in
0: that rotation with Luis Castillo, who last year had a phenomenal great, year. Great
1: great season last year.
0: Sonny Gray, who has shown that he can be a stud he's, when he was with Oakland.
1: He's reliable. He's a reliable starter.
0: Trevor Bauer, Andrew Descalafani who is he's a solid fourth guy, and now Wade Miley is a fifth. That's a solid rotation. Yeah,
1: I mean, Wade Miley... Yeah, He's a scary. fifth starter. Like, yeah, but I could see him having an ERA of like five this year. But as like, a f- I could see as
0: that. a fifth starter, I will take him as a fifth starter. If I'm the agree. Reds, if I'm the Reds,
1: I would agree. But I'm just not would, a, not
0: if I'm the Cardinals, but if I'm the Reds,
1: right? No, I get it. I'm definitely taking the Cardinals rotation over the Reds, obviously, yes, hundred percent. But I, but I agree that with with Trevor Bauer being in there. And with Wade Miley being added, you can bump up like Deschavani to a four slot. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it is, it's a good road. It's a it's not a bad rotation. Right. I'll, I'll leave it at that. It's not a bad rotation. It's
0: better than it was.
1: And their lineup is now getting better with some of these pieces, but mm-hmm. I still don't see them as crazy dangerous yet. No, I, I think I just, they're one big piece away.
0: I think they got they they scare me a little bit.
1: Like I would definitely pick the. Cardinals over the Reds at this point. Do
0: you see the Cardinals winning the NL Central? Uh, here in January, way too early prediction. Yes, you do.
1: I do. And it's way too early, I agree, but and it's not me being a fan, but when I when I think about these things and I think it through, the Reds are bringing in multiple pieces. It sometimes, not saying always and in baseball it's a little different, but it sometimes takes Uh, It takes a little while to get everybody going on the same page. Yeah. Okay, so they, they have that. They have Moose, who, in my opinion, while established is not something phenomenal that's going to change you by that much. Like He might okay. make a three-game swing difference, Yeah, he, I, I, in my opinion. I okay. think that, that might be what he's worth. And and I think Castellanos is about the same. Like If we go back and look at his war, I don't think he adds that many wins yeah. because he's the kind of guy that I think that you need pieces around him right. for him he, to be a more successful hitter. Is he a good hitter? Absolutely. Yeah. He is. Of course he he's is. He's not going to be
0: the guy. But he's not but. like
1: the guy. And so when I look at that lineup, it's not like you go and you see – like all these big, really, really good guys, but you do see him solid now. Like they're mm-hmm. they're solid top to bottom, but I'm just not sold on them. I'll just leave it at that. Like that's what it comes down to is I'm basically telling myself, especially with that starting rotation that gets a little bit iffy there. But Sonny Gray's, uh, in my opinion, still kind of a question mark in a sense of like, is he established? Yes, but is he going to have a great year? You don't really know. Yeah. Is he going to have a bad year? You don't really know. Like he falls in the middle somewhere, and it depends on how his season goes. So I think there's. There's multiple question marks. There are also multiple question marks with the Cardinals, and we talked about this. And I'm not ever going to say there's not. Yeah. But I'm just saying that like, I I think that the future is bright if they all do end up doing what they have the capability of doing. If and yeah, if. But every sport isn't there, there's an if in every sport. If your star player doesn't get hurt, like the LeBron James automatically makes you a a potential team to go win a championship if he doesn't get hurt. Are, you know what I mean? So, like, there's oh. always ifs in sports. I'm just saying that I think that the, the ceiling is high for a lot of Cardinals, prospects or it's players. It's just
0: we're running a lot of guys out there. We just don't have – we have Paul Goldschmidt, who is a proven guy. And the
1: other thing is – And that's where the
0: list kind of stops.
1: Maybe, yeah. Our starting rotation is one of the best – Correct. Probably one of the best in the NL. You're correct. So, like, you look at the start – but that's my thing. So, like, my thing is if – like, we didn't have a great offense last year. Look where we made it. Like, look where where we made – where were we at the end of the season last year? Yeah,
0: but the guys that did hit are – we had, like, Jose Martinez and Marcelo Zuna are no longer on the team.
1: Jose Martinez didn't play every day and can't play defense. I don't care that he's gone. I actually said two years ago that Jose Martinez should have been a trade value kind of guy where you get multiple pieces for him. I've always thought that since the day we've had him because he can't play defense. And in the NL, you have to play defense. There's no DH. If we had a DH, I would never want to get rid of Jose Martinez. Fair. He's your—
0: But he, play, he plays good enough defense. He doesn't Not really. hurt you out there.
1: No, he's pretty bad. Um, so I, I'm okay with that. Marcelo Zuno, average defender, and honestly— I mean, people might be a little bit butthurt right now, so they're a little emotional and sensitive to it. But probably an average offensive guy. The last two seasons, if you look statistically speaking, he has literally been like six points above average for the last two seasons. Coming
0: off shoulder injuries,
1: that's okay. But he's yeah, so he's injury prone. So he's, he's getting, healthy now. He's injury prone. He's getting older. Just saying. He's making eighteen million a year, and we—that's nothing. It's we a one-year deal. And we have. You could
0: have signed him for that deal. Why did we not?
1: And we have young guys who we can pay league minimum to, who literally could potentially do the exact same thing, if not more, than Marcelo Zuna. But
0: also could do a lot less.
1: Yeah, but that, again, those are the question marks you don't really know. So you have to take. But it. you know what you're getting in, when you get Marcelo Zuna in sports. You not you know yeah really
0: yeah really he's a proven guy. He's been in the league for how long? Do you
1: know he's not going to have another injury this year?
0: Okay, you can't you can't go off of injuries. Dylan Carlson could get hurt and not play ever again. Look at Alex Reyes.
1: Exactly my point.
0: You can't go off injuries. You have to go off what you've seen on the field and assume nobody's going to get hurt.
1: Yeah, but I hate that. I hate that statement. I get what you're trying to say, but I hate the way it's worded. Because if you did that, then what's the point of ever having a prospect? No. <laughs> like, you, you, you can't just go on I get having a prospect.
0: Only- I don't get having a outfield full of them.
1: I'm okay with it. I'm not. When I'm, you're relying on them. I would love to see Nolan Arenado. I'd and be St. Louis okay with like an outfield full
0: of them if we had an infield full of proven guys. That's the thing. We just. there's We, we don't have an established think guy think in our piece, offense. I
1: think we're. Again, where were we at, at the end of last season? And our offense was horrendous. I, I still I, think
0: we were in a better spot than I don't we are think,
1: now. I don't think so. I don't think that and that, so here's why I actually like and back to the question that we were on, so we can at least stay semi on topic. Why I this We don't
0: ever stay on topic. That's <laughs> true. But why
1: I think why I think the Cardinals have a chance to win the the central is I honestly don't think our, our offense is any worse than it was last year. I really don't. I know that our Marcel Zuna is missing. And Jose Martinez didn't play every day, so you can't even say that about Jose Martinez because he didn't play all the time. So, like, it, as far as big pieces go, we only have one, one big piece missing in Marcelo Zuna, and we have multiple pieces that could easily make up that. And if... And or do better than that. And with as bad as the offense was last year, and we still made it to where we were, what I love about the Cardinals is that we have a massive upside on our pitching staff. So if our pitching staff does their job and our offense just gets a tad better, or even if they stay where they were last year, we're still where we're, I mean, we're still in the playoffs.
0: I hope all that happens. I truly do. I I I'm not ho- yeah. I'm not wishing for these guys to not pan out.
1: Mike is another one of these uh, sad Cardinal fans right now because we haven't made no. Any moves. I'm not we ha- you are, no, because you we, sound, because we've you spent
0: s- the least money in the entire league. Yes, a little bit. I'm the just Royals saying, spent more money this offseason than us. I'm just saying, us. saying... You're telling me a cart- team that should compete for a World Series every single year spent the least amount of money this offseason? That
1: statement actually makes the point I was getting ready to make, is that we are so...
0: Look at the teams that compete for World Series every year. They're not the team that spends the least amount of money.
1: Um, No, they're not. But there's, there's not too many teams that consistently compete for World Series every year.
0: Well, there's- I'll take the Astros out of it, but... <laughs>
1: The, Ast- the Astros cheat to do it. So then you had the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. And you had the Cardinals. Boston? Not really. Boston had a couple, of- you look at like how they-, they went on that run where they would win a World Series and be the worst team in baseball, okay, and then win a World Series fair. and win the worst team in baseball. So they didn't compete every year for a World Series. I'm just telling you that like even when the Cardinals weren't making the playoffs at the beginning of the season, we still have that sense of like they could compete if it comes together. Hmm. Did they? No, they ended up not because they missed the playoffs for multiple years in a row. But now they're back on the playoff training. I don't see them missing the playoffs again. Like I, I think that if the talent develops the way it should develop, which you have to take risks as a GM, that's part of it. Like That's just part of sports and being a GM. You have to take risks. You have to move on and better your team for future reference. And I think that I think that here's why I am excited about it. We'll, we'll move on. I'll just leave it at this. This is why we, we will semi-disagree and agree on certain things we're Obviously. saying, and that's fine. But I the, what I do like about it is that we just mentioned that this is the worst the Central's potentially ever yeah. been, right? So if you're going to, to take risk and gamble with a few moves and or a few prospects and guys that you want to develop, now is the time to do it. Because you can still compete in the Central and even win the Central with not as good of a baseball team while developing talent so that two and three years from now, they are a phenomenal baseball team. So you have a chance Fair. to make the playoffs for the next 10 years if they develop the way they're supposed to. Yeah. That's what I like about it.
0: Uh, one more story that uh, just came across. Uh, according to reports, Astros are going to hire Dusty Baker.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Dusty.
0: Dusty Baker coming back. He's
1: not going to go for any of that cheating. 70
0: years old. I Come- did not realize he was 70 years old.
1: Yeah, he's old, man. He's coming back. Apparently. Why? <sighs> I'm interested in why he wants to. I, he I mean, uh, has
0: won the NL Manager of the Year three times. Uh, first, it will be his first in the uh, American League. I didn't realize that he's been a National League manager. Yeah, at Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Uh, San Francisco, Washington. That's an interesting
1: move. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. You just threw that, sprung that on me. I don't really have a comment yeah, for it. I don't I know. know how I feel about it. I don't think I like it very much.
0: I mean, spring training's a few weeks away. You got to hire
1: somebody. No, you have to hire somebody. I just don't know if I want it to be him. If I'm the Astros, um, like if I'm Astros this, fans, I don't know. Like you love the name Dusty Baker because of his success, but I don't know. I mean, at 70 years old,
0: the only thing I'm thinking is, he's how long he's been out of the game? It's be this move is probably partly because he's a proven guy. Uh, you're you you do have a short window to get it started, which he can probably you know acclimate a little bit better than a guy that you don't, a new guy, a young guy. So that maybe that's why? I don't know. I uh, it would be interesting, interesting to see the deal. He like if it's as multi year or as much
1: as I want to know why the Astros signed him, I want to know why Dusty Baker wants to come back and make it. Fair. He's probably
0: had it made. Did he run
1: out of money? I <laughs> what, wouldn't
0: think what so. What in the
1: world is going on?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's, so uh,
1: that's wild. That's that's big news. Breaking news brought to you here on, on Mac and Mike. Let's see what go. happens when we do this at one or two PM.
0: Yeah, we I feel like we missed our whole two out of five listeners.
1: Beautiful things. Beautiful things happen. <laughs> That was a solid 50th episode, Clark. How are we feeling? I loved, Listen, I loved it. I loved the had, 50. We had uh, a, a depressing start, but a moment that needed to yep. be talked about. A, a big, a, a historic moment. Yes. Tr- although tragic, a big historic, moment. Historic, yep. Uh, we had two done with ones. Two guests. Two Random as all <laughs> hell, random guests. Which
0: I don't even—they weren't even up to the mic. I don't I, even know if you could hear them. I don't know them. how
1: much you could hear them. If you couldn't, just turn. Hey, listen. I hope you turned the sound up Cranked a little bit that during thing that up. part. Turn, I hope you did. I hope you turned it because they're—they're—they're they're good guys. <laughs> oh they're, man, they're good guys. It, it was enjoyable. It, it I, was. I, it was. It was fun having them walk by and come on in for a minute. <laughs> We'll give him a little shout out. Maybe they'll help us out. You know, Chris my, Ranji. Might get, we might get ten episodes. JT
0: on New Country. Chris might Ranji get, on One Hundred and One ESPN. Yeah. We'll,
1: we'll give him a tag. Maybe yeah. get, 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 We might get like ten listeners. Do you think and, we get a retweet? I hope that's what I'm getting. Can at. We, we get if, a we, if we get a retweet? We, we might get like ten to twenty listeners Whoa. this episode instead big of five. Time. So I mean, like we'll be in the we'll be We're in the be show, spoiled. man. Like, listen, I'm going from I'm <laughs> going from single A to double A with that jump. Right, I mean there. that's like
0: that's tripling our listeners. I'm
1: telling you, it's it's Let's it's go. No, that's like going straight from from rookie ball to double A. You're big skipping league. skipping A all together. Let's so, go. That was that was <laughs> big. Talk about, man, Blues All-Star Weekend. St. Louis is hopping. I loved it. Great 50th episode. I want Mike Clark to take us on out of here. Until next time.
0: All right. That's going to do it for another episode of Mac and Mike on the mic. Follow us both on Instagram and Twitter. Tyler is at Tyler underscore Mac 314. I am Mike Clark STL. Subscribe to the podcast. Comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, Give us a shout on Twitter. Give us a shout on Instagram. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast. That's all it takes, baby. Uh, Blues back in action tonight. Calgary at 8 o'clock. Then they're off again until Friday in Edmonton. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Until next time you tune in, goodbye and go Blues.